Friday on Locked On Anaheim Ducks, the Dodgers win the pennant. The Dodgers win the pennant. And a long-time voice retires. All of this on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How's it going, all my SoCal hockey fans? I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, on this Monday. Why do I sound hyped for a Monday? It's a Monday. It should be feeling a little somber. I mean, it's Monday. But we don't have a case of the Mondays because, as most SoCal fans know, the Dodgers win the pennant for the third time in four years. We're going to talk about that for a hot minute. And then we're also going to talk about one of the longtime voices in hockey retiring after decades in the game. Before we get into the program, don't forget to rate, comment, subscribe if you have not already. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks or follow me at StimpyJD. All right, let's get right into some baseball talk because that's the only sport going on besides football. Basketball's over. Lakers won the title. Woo! City of champions for the Lakers. So shout out to my colleagues at Locked on Lakers. They're pretty happy. Shout out to my boy, Snydog, Jeff Snyder from Locked on Dodgers. Snydog's got to be feeling pretty happy right now, if I'm going to be honest right here. He was ecstatic to see the Dodgers win the National League pennant last night over the Atlanta Braves 4-3 in what can only be described as a stressful game. How stressful was it? Well, the Dodgers were not leading for most of the game. It was 2-0 Atlanta after two innings. Dodgers came right back. I love that home run from Kike Hernandez because, hey, that's how Hernandez does it, right? Absolutely. He tied it up, and then Cody Bellinger hit the bomb to put the Doyers up 4-3. to And that would be the final score, but that was a very stressful last couple innings. Julio Odias got the win for that one. He he was cruising, I'll admit. Even though he's had his troubles in the past, he absolutely cruised through that 8th and ninth inning. And that secured the pennant for the Dodgers, their third pennant in four years. The last time the Dodgers won it all. 1988. Oh boy. 1988. You know how long ago that was? 32 years. Most people I know weren't even born. I was barely a young pup the last time the Dodgers won the World Series. So of course I don't remember it. My first baseball memory was maybe three years later. My first Dodger game was around that 87-88 time when I was a small little baby. My first memory like vivid memory at Dodger Stadium had to have been in 1991 when it was photo day and I met some Dodgers but I also saw some history there I think I'll talk about that at some point when I actually have a podcast about you know not hockey not basketball so yeah I've been a Dodger fan for a long time I've been an Angel fan for a long time because back in the early 90s Those two teams never played each other. And as a young kid, I thought it was perfectly fine to root for the Dodgers and to root for the Angels because they never played each other. That was fine. I liked those teams of Eddie Murray, Brett Butler, Martinez, et al. Those were fun Dodger teams to watch. I liked watching the Angel teams back then. Remember Dick Schofield? Okay, my guy... Chuck Finley, he was a longtime angel. Jim Abbott, another longtime angel. So yeah, I was fans of both teams. But to see the Dodgers try to win their first one since 1988, this is a big deal. I hope they do it. 
obviously the Angels last one in 2002. So at least Angel fans have had a taste of what it's like to win it all in the pretty recent past. I know it's 18 years ago, but 18 years compared to 32 years, that's a bit of a long time. So again, shout out to my boy Jeff Snyder, who hosts or who co-hosts Locked on Dodgers. I'm sure he is absolutely above the moon right now. I cannot wait to hear his reaction later today. And I can't wait to hear the rest of his shows. So this is also a plug for another fellow colleague's podcast. Check out Locked on Dodgers. He's pretty happy. And now we have a World Series coming up between the Dodgers and the Tampa Bay Rays. Vegas doesn't know how to cover this one because both teams... The Rays and Dodgers haven't faced each other all season long, obviously because of COVID, West versus West, East versus East. And then you also have the fact that these two teams hardly play each other anyway. But then you add on to the fact that this is a new Rays team. This is a different Rays team than the last time they played each other. You have Charlie Morton, who's a pitching wizard for the Rays. And you have this guy that Dodger fans should be a little bit afraid of, Randy Arosarena. The young kid who was the ALCS MVP by a long shot. He's averaging close to 500 for the playoffs. That's ridiculous. His OPS is above 1,000. Dodger fans should be a little bit afraid, but I cannot wait to see the matchup between Clayton Kershaw and Randy Arosarena. That's going to be a lot of fun to watch. So World Series starts tomorrow night on Fox. Game 1 is Tuesday. Game 2 is Wednesday. Games 3, 4, and 5 are going to be Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then Games 6 and 7, if necessary, would be next Tuesday, the 27th. And next Wednesday, the 28th. So be sure to check out the World Series when you're not hearing all the podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. And be sure to give Locked On Dodgers a listen. I'm sure they'll have a much better preview for the upcoming World Series than I could ever have. Although I have covered baseball in the past. I am hopeful that the Dodgers win their first title in 32 years. That way, Dodger fans can actually have something to celebrate in this time of COVID. In this time of, what are we doing? Dodger fans are at least flying out to Texas to watch the World Series. Although tickets are quite expensive the flights are very expensive the hotels are even more expensive because there's another big sporting event going on there that weekend nascar yeah the nascar playoffs are taking place at texas motor speedway next sunday so we'll see how that goes yeah there's gonna be a lot of fans out there we're gonna head into the first intermission but let's talk about everybody's favorite protein bar built bar is back and better than ever newly designed fluffier than ever, more marshmallowy than ever, and they are still very healthy for you while being extremely delicious. Made with 100% dark chocolate, Built Bar will help get you through the day. Only 130 calories, only 4 four grams, that's it? 4 grams of sugar, 17 grams of protein, and they come in several new flavors, including my new favorite, Cookies and Cream, and old favorites like double chocolate. So be sure to check out BuiltBar.com right now and enter promo code LOCKEDON to get 20% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. And don't forget to check out BuiltGo and Built Boost as well. Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar in the land that tastes like a candy bar. 
coming up after the intermission, we're going to talk about some announcing and how that relates to a lot of people's favorite Ducks memories. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez as we explore the wonderful career of Doc Emmerich, who just announced his retirement earlier this morning. Yes, Mike Doc Emmerich is retiring after about 50 years broadcasting hockey games. The 74-year-old has been broadcasting NBC games for the past 15 years. Ever since NBC acquired their rights to hockey after the lockout, I guess, the lockout season of 2005 when there was no hockey. If you guys don't recall, a little bit of a history lesson here. It was ABC that had hockey games. They had the Stanley Cup Final up until the 2004 Cup Final between the Lightning and the Calgary Flames. The 2004 Cup Final was the last time we would hear another very iconic voice lend his dulcet tones to the hockey world. And that would be the current Baltimore Orioles announcer, Gary Thorne. And then once the hockey transitioned to NBC, it was Doc Emmerich that took over the games. And this includes the 2007 Stanley Cup Final. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Doc Emmerich, as I mentioned, is 74 years old. He was also a play-by-play announcer for the New Jersey Devils for 21 seasons. He called 22 Stanley Cup Finals and won 8 Sports Emmy Awards, including 7 straight from 2014 to 2020. Uh, He did also work on ESPN broadcasts. He worked on ABC broadcasts. He didn't get to call the Cup Finals like Gary Thorne did, but Doc Emmerich was one of those main guys on Fox. If you recall, Doc Emmerich also announced some very big games for the NHL on Fox back in the late 90s, early 2000s, and also called a plethora of winter games, including a slew of gold medals for Canada. He was on the call during that golden goal moment in the 2010 Winter Olympics. He is in the Hockey Hall of Fame. He was inducted in 2008. He award he was awarded the Foster Hewitt Memorial Award for Outstanding Contributions to Hockey Broadcasting. So once again, Doc Emmerich will no longer be the voice of the Stanley Cup Final in America. So what does that mean for the future? Well, I've already heard some people mention that Kenny Albert would be a terrific replacement in that regard. Kenny Albert has been broadcasting hockey games for the better part of a few decades. Uh, Kenny Albert was the second guy in this year's Stanley Cup playoff. If you didn't hear Doc Emmerich on a call on NBC, then you very likely heard Kenny Albert make some terrific calls. For my money, he is one of the better broadcasters out there, and I would like to see Kenny Albert get more airtime, as far as I'm concerned. So that's one possible replacement. And here's what Doc Emmerich said this morning. Quote, As time passed, I became more comfortable with myself and the fact that I was flawed and there was no way I was ever going to do a perfect game and probably the mistake was to try to do it that way. I just enjoyed the fact that I was given a free seat, a good seat, and I got to work with some of the best athletes in the world and then twice a month I got something in the mail and it was really good. End quote. So it it seemed like it was the right time for him to step away and once again he's 74 years old and 
By the way, kudos to NBC for allowing him to call games at his home, I guess, studio. And that was really cool of NBC to do. Uh, Gary Bettman, he had a lot of fantastic words to say. Uh, he even said that Emmerich transformed announcing into an art. Quote, The risk one takes in saying something about Doc Emmerich is that you know he could have worded it better himself. On the spur of the moment, with 20,000 screaming in his ears, or up to 105,000 in the rain, snow, and or bitter cold, to a national broadcast audience relying on him to just get it right. In the 103-year history of the National Hockey League, nobody has ever conveyed the sights, sounds, passion, excitement, thrills, and intricacies of our game better. The game, of course, goes on, but it never again will sound quite the same. End quote. Yeah, Doc Emmerich is a -a one-of-a-kind voice, one of the kindest gentlemen in the National Hockey League. I did like that he had different jerseys on the on the back of his little home office when he was announcing games. And by the way, shout out to Tucson Roadrunners for being one of those teams that had the jersey hanging behind him. Uh, There was a plethora of other jerseys, and I'll have to look that up at some point. But there was a lot of them back there. As far as how his calls with the Ducks are concerned, well, this is how it relates. Doc Emmerich was on the call on the NHL on NBC back in 2007 during the Anaheim Ducks run to the Stanley Cup. In fact, it was Doc Emmerich who called every game of that cup final in 2007 against the Ottawa Senators when you had Niedermeyer, Solani, Jaguar, and the Ducks versus Ray Emery and the Ottawa Senators. Hmm. Why did I mention that name in particular? Hmm. Let's go back to Game 5. Yeah, that's the one I remember the most. And in fact, that's the one that's been replaying on different channels throughout the past few months because that was the only time the Ducks clinched a cup. And it was at the Honda Center. Uh, It is also available on YouTube on NHL. I suggest you look that up. Doc Emmerich has a terrific call throughout that entire game. But the one that I remember by far, and I still remember it to this day, was that own goal by the Ottawa Senators, which ended up being the game-winning goal of all things. Yes, you think I'm kidding, but I'm not. This happened in the second period when, I think it was Travis Moen, he was the last person to touch the puck. Okay, that's fine. Then what happened next can only be described as madness? Sheer madness, I guess? So Ray Emery uh, tried to clear the puck, passed it to his teammate Phillips, who was the alternate captain at the time, and the look that Phillips gave was just one of desperation, and all Doc could say was, my goodness, in that inimitable voice that he has. You know, just that, my goodness. Doc couldn't believe what had just happened, because Phillips was trying to clear it to the right side, and it got stuck in Ray Emery's skate. And it just went in. And I remember that Doc Emmerich was just incredulous that this kind of thing happened. I mean, that's one of the wackier goals you'll ever see in the Stanley Cup Final. But the way that Doc Emmerich emoted that, (laughs) saying that the puck goes in, my goodness. I mean, only Doc Emmerich could make a call like that and just have such disbelief at the same time and remain silent for a few seconds. Because that's how I felt when I saw that goal. I was like looking around like what just happened here like I couldn't believe it myself so that was one of the more memorable moments 
for Doc Emmerich. I'm sure that's one of the more wacky goals that Doc has ever seen. But then you think about the scope of that whole game. And Doc Emmerich just painting a picture towards the end of that 07 game. Talking about the captain, Scott Niedermeyer, coming in. Talking about how the Ducks added a word to their shirts throughout each round. Then you went into Doc Emmerich doing a little bit of, not storytelling, but a little bit of just poetic justice for the Anaheim Ducks as they were inching closer and closer to winning that cup because on that game, the Ducks had a commanding lead at the end of that game. And Travis Smolin, you know, getting that goal was kind of beyond belief. But then you hear Doc towards the end of the game and it just started building and building and building and it got more exciting as the game went on. It became 4-2. to two. Then it became 5-2. to two. Then late in the game, the Ducks still had pretty much possession of the entire game. They had this one wrapped up. It was 5-2 late. Doc was going on with his story. And then finally, with about, I want to say, three minutes left, Ottawa was trying desperately to do anything to try to get three goals in three minutes like the Ducks. See, only the Ducks can do three goals in three minutes. Not the Ottawa Sens. No, sir. Because, yeah, with about three minutes left, Ottawa became desperate. And then you had the big guns come out late in the game. You had the kid line come out. Then you had superstar Tamu Solani out there. You had all these iconic players out there. And Doc Emmerich was starting to talk about how some of those guys hadn't won a cup. Yeah, Solani had waited a long time. And then you get to that sixth goal towards the end of the game. The Ducks fans are celebrating like crazy. And who remembers that sixth goal? Because that was that was a slapper. That was a big-time slapper. And the excitement in Doc Emmerich's voice when Corey Perry scored that sixth goal in the third period with three minutes left, that's what really really brought the excitement out. And if you haven't watched it, check out YouTube. And in fact, I will throw a link. Um, Yeah, I'll throw a link right after the post later today. So I'll toss up a link to the YouTube video. And I just recommend you check that out. It is the Ducks Cup clinching game. It's Doc Emmerich um, at his best. And just that whole game is amazing to watch. And I am sad to see Doc Emmer go. I was hoping he would stick around for one more year. Have, you know, one more solid year where he can give a fond farewell to the fans. Kind of like uh, Bob Miller did with the LA Kings in Anaheim. Yeah, I know he's a Kings announcer, but you have to admit it. Bob Miller was one of the best announcers to ever broadcast a hockey game. And he did it very well for a number of decades for the LA Kings. Very, very nice, nice guy. Miss hearing him call Kings games and miss hearing him. Although, yeah, he is also the first Mighty Ducks announcer. Don't forget, Bob Miller did announce the games for the Mighty Ducks as far as the film is concerned. He was the voice of the Junior Goodwill games in D2 The Mighty Ducks. So there's that. But Bob Miller, what the Ducks did for him on that last game was nothing short of amazing. They redid the booth for him. Even the Ducks fans stood and cheered and applauded Bob Miller on his final game. And I'm kind of hoping that Doc Emmerich comes back for at least one or two more games and gets a proper farewell. 
I hope he does one more game in New Jersey and gets a proper goodbye and calls one more game. That, I think, would be poetic justice. And I'm sure Locked On Devils host Trey Matthews would agree with me on that. That Doc Emmerich should come back for one more game. Hopefully that works out. Let's see if they actually do that or not. Maybe they're listening, maybe they're not. But if they are listening, or Trey, if you're listening, forward that idea to the Devils. In fact, I'm going to email them and say, you know what? Dear Devils, bring Doc Emmerich back for one game. Give him a proper goodbye. Let's see if that works or not. And I think that's a fitting place to wrap up today's podcast. So, yeah, make sure to rate, comment, subscribe if you have not already. And be sure to check out the podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network via Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you hear your podcasts. Make sure to follow me at StimpyJD. Follow the podcast at LO underscore Ducks. One final thing before we head off, and I got this little bit this morning, and I am going to give this shout out here because this showed up on my Ducks Twitter this morning. A bit of sad news, and we do have to, you know, support each other in the Ducks family. So I'm going to do that on the podcast itself. And I actually got this from Forever Mighty. So there was a post today on Ducks Nation where a fellow Ducks fan, Simon Cruz, had his storage unit broken into and all of his belongings were stolen, including his Ducks jerseys. And we do want to help. So I retweeted it on the LO underscore Ducks Twitter. It's basically raising money to replace his stolen jerseys. And so far, it's gotten quite a few donations, some little donations. So if you could donate five bucks to help out a member of the Ducks family, uh, check out the GoFundMe. Uh, you could probably find out how to help him replace those jerseys. And not only his jerseys, but to replace the rest of his stolen belongings as well. Because, yeah, the jerseys could be replaced. And there's some other stuff that was given to him over the years. And I'm sure he would very much appreciate the help there. You know, getting getting his unit broken into, that really sucks. To have everything taken from the unit, that is extremely disheartening. So I thought I'd give a quick shout out for that GoFundMe for a member of the Ducks family. And he'd like help to get at least some of the stuff back and to help rebuild his life. Of course, COVID's going on, so if you can't donate, understandable. But if you can, that would truly be amazing. So check that out. All right, and speaking of kindness, be sure to be kind to everybody out there and try to show some kindness to this cause. All right, for Locked on Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. Practice social distancing. Be kind to everyone out there. Stay safe, and I truly mean this, Ducks fly together.